0: So I probably went the first 20 years of my life not using an electric toothbrush. I really regret it now because since I've been using one, I've had healthier teeth, less cavities, haven't needed to spend hours and tons of money at the dentist. But if you guys go to Green Mountain Dental Group right now, schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam, they're gonna hook you up with a free Sonicare toothbrush, a top-of-the-line electric toothbrush. So Check them out today if you need to go to the dentist if you know you haven't been in six months or a year and it's weighing on you and you just don't want to go. They are located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver. They're great people. They're Denver people just like us at DNVR. They will give you a free Sonicare toothbrush today when you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam.
1: everyone's doing all right. It's been a crazy morning. I know America's just trying to collect themselves after that sham ShamWow. Um, some crazy news to break there from ShamSterina. So Harrison Wynn, how are you today? <laughs>
0: I'm doing great guys. Oh, I'm doing horrible. great. Horrible. Ready for a mailbag, ready for lots of holiday talk. What could be better than that? <laughs>
2: I, I don't know. I have a couple things that be better.
1: <laughs> really? Low wind, it's Adam Maras there. Adam, how we doing?
3: I'm good. I don't see our Podcast on uh, Periscope. I don't either, but it says it. It says live.
1: (laughs) Uh, So that's great. (laughs) Off to a hot start. Par for the course. uh also joining me less concerned with the technical difficulties ready to rock as always it's d-line co you may know him as eric though
2: uh very few do F- fewer and fewer by the day it turns out yeah <laughs> man let's uh i was up really late last night guys i don't know what you guys were up to i'm pretty tired pretty tired
0: i did a uh, cranked out hey, a 45 minute peloton last night had a couple <laughs> beers
1: it was a very relaxing night no just just kidding I, I, tried
0: to, I tried to make it
1: a relax. Oh, there we go. We're up on Periscope. I told everyone that I um, was going to turn my phone off and play NCAA 14 for 12 hours.
3: <laughs> I made that?
1: it. I made it 25 minutes in before I started watching ABC like a loser. Um, so I've been sweating it out. I didn't sleep much either. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was a crazy. This last night was a very crazy night. Were you guys? I, I, we won't get too deep into any of the actual leanings of politics, but were you guys? <laughs> Paying attention, or are you cognizant of the uh, George W. Bush-Al Gore election? Were you too young for this?
3: Yeah, yeah, I remember, of course. Yeah,
2: it was. Yeah, it, this. I mean, this definitely feels that way. Only, only the difference is now it's just like an information overload.
3: <laughs> yeah. What I like about this is like, no matter if we're talking politics, sports, or whatever, we could be like, you know, back in the day, we are election. back, back. The previous era's elections were better, man. Like, oh uh, no, no, they were much
2: worse. I mean, that, I just
3: that contested election was way crazy, you guys. <laughs> <me>. <laughs> just that there
2: wasn't there wasn't the level of detail. It was just like a lot more of just being in the dark and like True. not I melt, like. I mean, you were. I just I was. I was working um on my computer all day in college, and I I just I mean, obviously, he's like super distracted. And I just I just remember clamoring for any piece of information now there's just like unbelievably great now there's too much and we're, yeah. <laughs> and we're
1: stoked to provide you something else to do think about here yeah. uh, for an hour but fellas we're also we're also grateful to uh Sham Shrani of the athletic who, who dropped some nba trade off season news this morning um producer adam if you can pull that tweet up if you got it
3: yeah at least i didn't realize that was my i was doing that but i (laughs) wouldn't we wouldn't have it any other way it it comes boom can you see that
1: and there it is uh we did the new orleans pelicans i probably could have remembered this one by heart (laughs) the new orleans pelicans are openly (laughs) discussing star drew holiday in trade talks uh and several contending teams are pursuing at this point, we we assume slash know the Denver Nuggets are one of those teams. Mm, so we've yeah. got two to three questions here, guys. That I think this this tweet begs, and so uh, I'll go to Wind here on this first one. I, I had some some Nuggets fans, some followers, asked me this morning, why might New Orleans be doing this? They they like this new head coach hire. Um, they might feel that they're close to the playoffs and, and can maybe sort of toe that line of doing both bringing this young talent in while staying relevant. Uh, So are you surprised when to see this, this report?
0: Um, a little bit, because if you remember after they hired Stan Van Gundy, there was a bit of a narrative out there that, Oh, they're going to be running it back. But I feel like if new Orleans really looked itself in the mirror and now it probably had a few weeks to do that. They probably know they're not contending next season Drew Holiday is is pretty much on an expiring deal. He's got a player option for next year. You know, This would be the time to get something uh, for him if they were going to deal him. Um, so it's a bit of a reversal, but I'm not surprised that they're looking to trade him. Um, I mean, this seems like the direction we've been heading with Drew Holiday for like the last year. So mm-hmm. um, I, if you would have asked me like a year ago, if we were going to get to this point, eventually I would have said, yeah.
3: I think it might be simpler than that. It's a couple things. First of all, I'm not surprised by this. There's all these reports that come out during the season. There's something that comes out in the bubble. There's something that comes out immediately after before you can actually begin the real trade season, the real, like, conversations. And, you know, of course they were always going to posture this as, like, they want to keep him. And they might end up keeping him still. But if Drew Holiday, this version of him, 30-year-old Drew Holiday, was on the Denver Nuggets of 2017, and I don't think that Nuggets fans would have been like, oh, yeah, you know, keep, keep him this or that. I think people knew there was a timeline, like maybe it's better to collect assets and do this thing. So it always made sense. And then, secondly, this season, I put this out on Twitter, they are doing a seeding round, or, or I'm sorry, a uh, play in tournament. Teams that are in the seven seed through the 10 seed almost certainly are going to have to play against each other. So now the difference between trying to say, hey, we have to race to get into the eight seed or seven seed. Maybe is a little bit diluted because now it's, hey, we just have to get a race to the 10th seed. And not just that, also when you think about like your fan base has to be connected, this year There's I think every team in the West, their fan base is going to be connected for 95% of the season because most teams are I think will be competitive right up until the end for the 10th seed. Maybe they wouldn't have been for the 8th seed, but for the 10th seed. So you have Drew Holiday or you don't, I think New Orleans has reasons to compete and will be able to compete for that 10th seed
1: and get into the <laughs> – I'll call them the playoffs. The play-in round is kind of like the playoffs. And, you know, I bring up this comment because I saw Bronco Scotch made a really good point on Twitter too. Like this is also to get butts in the seats, right? And drive Jersey sales, having stars in town. If there was ever a year where that stuff was sort of less relevant or sort of less likely to be a big win anyway for an organization like New Orleans, it's right now. And so maybe you just keep the asset young talent train moving, um, because what is a what is a star like Drew getting you especially when you consider Adams point which is you might still be able to get the playoff hype going anyway with this mm-hmm. with this new format Eric, do you have any thoughts on this, brother?
2: Yeah, I do. Uh, I'm sorry, my dog's squeaking his toy, so I keep looking. <laughs> um, <laughs> um,
1: uh,
2: yeah, I mean, to me, it's just like a classic like, timeline. <laughs> do you hear that? <laughs> it it's, it's like super loud. It's, it's just like a classic timeline's not matching up, and they, they're looking at it, they're like, what do we need? You know, like, when we had Gallo, and it's like, we, okay, he, this is our leading scorer. We have this young hey. surge of players yeah. coming through. Um, this is sort of the old guard, and the old guard didn't get it done, and now it's time to like really turn the Corner. Zion's going to be our future. We have all of these draft picks already. Like, I don't, I mean, it's absolutely, you got to. Like you're saying, like they've had time to sort of sit and think about it. You don't like the idea of getting rid of a player that people like, and and um, Drew Holiday, you know, being a, a coveted player like makes you feel good that you have him on your team right <laughs> <I> now. <laughs> but I, I'm going to go steal from him as soon as I finish this very salient point. Uh, anyway, it's uh, <laughs> I, I I get it. It makes sense. Like they, they should absolutely move, and they should move him to the next like, Pretty simple. Well, yeah. that's
1: a that's a good uh, segue there, Eric, and and so is this comment because the next question I wanted to ask you move on from why to what if we assume Denver is in this conversation what trades do we think might get it done and what's the line in the sand for for us sort of individually and collectively here as we try to figure out the framework of that deal so 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 when sort of two-parter to you I guess what do you think it will take and and how and how willing are you to make that move I, I mean
0: first off What does New Orleans covet more? Do they covet young players? Do they covet draft picks? Um, I mean, if you're looking to get a deal done with Denver, like if I'm New Orleans, I'm definitely asking for two firsts. And um, like Gary Harris and Monte Morris, I know that's like the popular deal out there. Um, But if I'm New Orleans, I can probably get a better deal somewhere else. Uh, Brooklyn seems like. They're interested. Karis Levert seems to be the main package there. I'm not the highest on Karis Levert by any means, but it seems like the rest of the league is pretty high on him. Um, so I, I wonder... Wait, wait,
3: hold, on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. The rest of the league, who are we talking about?
0: Um, Just uh, just trade packages people? that are out are
3: there. People? No, because this, this is my point, is that I feel like this, this conversation has really devolved into what the... Twitter, bloggers, writers, like general group think is. I actually, my personal opinion is that I think people are way off on Karis LeVert's value, Drew Holiday's value, having one year left on his deal. Um, and just like kind of the, the player that he is, who I think is a fantastic. I mean, I love Drew Hall and I think he's incredible, but I just, I don't, the, the way people are talking about these packages, I'm like, this is just such a classic setting up new Orleans fans to be disappointed in what they're going to get for this. And people to be so surprised by the deal that comes back. I don't think that this is going to be that like home run deal that I, I just think the conversation around it is kind of absurd to me. It's kind of crazy. But, but this is what
0: happens: a package gets thrown out there, and then it gets whittled down to something less than that as as the trade gets closer. That's what usually happens in these deals for like all star caliber
3: players. This reminds me more, more than any trade. This reminds me of the Paul George to Oklahoma City deal. If you remember, what Paul George was beat was. You know, people would have thought, oh, Paul George, he's got a maybe Kevin Durant, you tarried him for that, or maybe you can get five first-round picks or this or that. They ended up getting Sabonis, they ended up getting Oladipo, and I remember people saying, oh, what a horrible trade! A bunch of young players that we haven't heard of because right. from Oklahoma City, and oh, look at these, or, or you know, Orlando or wherever they were coming from, and look at what a terrible deal it was. Turned out to be a great deal because guess what? Those players that were being talked about are way better than people think. They just a lot of a lot of the the people who are talking about this publicly now your writers your podcasters your twitter people a lot of those people are looking at gary harris's 3 point percentage for example and saying oh not a good player nobody wants him he's a negative asset i just don't think that's true now i don't know if Debra's going to make a deal but i just don't think that drew holiday is going to command this like superstar package that people expect i, I mean, never said a superstar package i said no, I, I, two I first round picks i'm not it sounds like i'm coming at you cuz i'm so but I'm not fired up. Yeah, because I'm fired up. I just like I for for weeks I've been seeing this. Meanwhile, I'm when I talk to people with teams or with you know from other teams, they're like, yeah, it's the same thing with the Jeremy Grant conversation a couple weeks ago. People are like, man, he might get
1: 20 million, I'm like crazy guys. We're these these are good players. They're not like. But but we we can say, we can work backwards from from the, the knowledge that the Nuggets almost certainly are not including Michael Porter Jr., I mean, certainly, in, in these conversations. And so if Brooklyn were to make a sort of godfather offer, which wouldn't really be outside of their DNA since the stars arrived, Levert, Allen, and a first-round pick, while this skill set matchup there, right, with the roster in place, we can point at it and say it's not perfect, I still think it's far more aggregate talent. You than, think Ger- than...
3: Jared Allen fits there?
1: No. I don't. Oh, I don't. Okay. But I, I, think the way that the conversation has gotten to this place because, in a in a in a two k vacuum or something, right? There's more aggregate talent there. But I would follow that up by saying, don't sleep on New Orleans's interest in a player like Gary. Um, he he makes sense there, and, and 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 to your point, Adam, that just because, like the you know us in Denver might be out on Gary, doesn't mean a team like New Orleans doesn't see a lot of value or utility there. Oh,
0: I've made this argument about Gary multiple times. He is the exact type of player that New Orleans should want in terms of, like, a veteran who's been around the block, who's a great locker room guy who can lead a little bit by example who's going to be no drama and, you know, is still a starter level guy. Um, He's actually the type of, like, personality that New Orleans should covet.
2: It's kind of interesting though. Like if you think about, that's kind of who they'd be shipping out with. Drew Holiday is a, like a that type of player. To bring Gary back in feels like a like a, a step down. The real question I'm what curious is how. I, I'm just worried. I'm curious how um, fears about money play into the willingness to trade versus try to court uh, free agents. You know, like if you can just kind of move books around and move numbers around without having to make big financial um you know commitments when things are so uncertain it feels like front officers would be more apt to do that i I can see like there being a lot of uh in league movements versus just like guys being you know wine wine and dined champagne and campaigning um this year just because we don't know what what the money's gonna look like you know
3: are you just talking about specifically with Denver, like maybe being more willing to trade than to try to pursue a free agent? I, I, just, think,
2: I just think front offices in general I feel like would be, you know, before they'd be like, well, um, you know, we do want to change our team and we were kind of thinking maybe we would try to pay a player to come in. Maybe that's less likely. Maybe it makes more sense to use assets that have relative value instead of assigning absolute value to, to a player when things are so up in the air.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's I, I do think we'll – We'll see names like Holiday, Beal, Levine. I think we're going to hear plenty about him this year for more than one reason. Um, does anyone disagree with Wynn's framework, though? Because I do think that is sort of the package, if you're Denver, that you hope gets it done. I think it might get it done, depending on what other teams offer. And and does that seem like too much for you guys? I mean, Adam, do you have do you have thoughts on the framework? So it was
3: Gary, Monte, and two firsts? Was that, was that it? Yeah. I, I think I think it probably in, includes one first in bowl. I, mm-hmm. I I mean I just think that. And by the way, I think a a bowl Zion fit is obviously like an extremely risky fit because bowl hasn't like proven itself or anything. That'd be incredible. But it's such a like if you if you want to talk about just what you want to get excited about if you're a fan base, that's like a, that's right up there with something that would be fun. Um, again, I don't know if that gets it done. I just think that that's probably Denver's value offer. Like if they start going above those offers, I don't think it makes sense. So I don't know if it makes sense because it just might sometimes trade ideas don't work between two teams and maybe that's it. But to me, that would probably be more in line with fair value for one year of a um, non all-star, but very talented and, and, you know, dynamic piece.
2: Yeah. Then Denver's in a really nice place because Denver's in a great place because they, they, they don't, they don't have to do anything, right? Like they're not in a place where it's like, we are a, fundamentally flawed team and we have to fix it by getting this type of player like it's not unthinkable that the nuggets could get to where they were and maybe even rise above it just through simple maturation and another year of coming together like so they're in a position where they can wait for a good deal and if it doesn't come they
1: can just move along and not 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 bother with it but that you know let's let's just say hypothetically that that New Orleans is interested in that package. That is that good deal. Like if you can add a player of Holiday's caliber and quality without shaking up your core, without touching MPJ, Ooh, right? Two
2: firsts though. Two firsts. Like I would do I, at the, this the point. I would do
1: it in a heartbeat, man. Especially after the last three weeks of covering this late first round draft pick. It's like there's a lot of ifs and buts for stuff that's I just don't think is going to swing many needles. Versus Drew. Like you, Denver has a window now, and and Drew Holiday is a high, high, high quality player that I think makes them a, a considerably better team right away.
2: So is it, in your mind, is it um, this year's first and then next year's first, or like a first down the line, or is it like a provisional first? Like, what are we- like what in your what in your mind
1: would, would make that happen like yeah that that's a good question um i guess i hadn't thought of that specifically and what new orleans would covet there but it, the
3: next couple drafts are supposed to be
1: fantastic and i, what I yeah don't, that's what i
3: mean I, I don't mean it as just in oh you know it's a good draft it's going to be the 25th pick or whatever no it sounds like it's going to be kind of a double draft or you know there's going to be a lot of talent coming out of uh, out of these ones so um you know, there is a, there is something to be said for trading away multiple draft assets. But at the same time, Denver has to decide if they are at the point to push chips in um, and become less flexible. The thing with Drew Holiday that's so scary, I mean, he's – the thing that I think bumps his value up even more than what he is as a player – and again, I think he's a fantastic player. People hear me say, like, it's one year of a non-All-Star. They're like, oh, you don't know how good Drew Holiday is. I do. I just know that he's that. – I'm also not lying when I say he's a non-All-Star. Literally. And the other thing is he has one year on his deal. I just – It's such a – it's so easy, I think, for people to say like, oh, Denver needs to push their chips in. We're going to talk about it here in a minute, but I don't know if that means you win. That's not maybe not a winning hand that you push all of that in and you get it. I think it's really good and it gets you awfully close. So um, high character guy, I think really good fit. I think it elevates Denver quite a bit, but um, by no means a sure thing that Denver should trade the
1: farm for. I guess I just don't know if I would consider that pushing the chips in. I mean it's an aggressive move, but – you know that's; those are the types of moves that we're talking about getting an organization to the finals for the first time. So, I mean, I think if you can make an ag- aggressive shake-up move where you leave those four guys alone, right? Um So you're, you're saying the great two shape. first bowl, Monte and and Gary. I would say two firsts or bowl. I don't okay. know how New Orleans views bowl. You yeah, know, yeah. They no, have their own chance to pick them, right? So I don't either. Yeah. Yeah. So, so who knows what they care more? But um, I, I would feel comfortable there. I, it's a risk, but I just Denver also is at risk of being in it, the latest in line of many, many, many teams who thought, well, we'll wait for our our home run and then that window shut. One thing yeah. that heard thrown around. Oh, go ahead, Eric. Go ahead.
2: I was going to say, they, but they, you know, the the flip side of that coin is they could be another team that pushed their chips in and didn't, and, and sure. ultimately sure. like wrote, like Philadelphia that just derailed um what they were had had building you know i mean it's it's a very slippery slope and you have to make sure that you don't give up too much just because you like the idea of you know being able to get a guy that could potentially make you better now because it's all theoretical like you think players on paper sometimes you bring them in they they don't actually make you better right i just so, think
1: as long as you you're confident in retaining those top two guys and you know mpj's there at least for the first early stage of his career there's going to be more paths i don't know if you I, 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 yeah Monte. Yeah, and I, Gary I think, are, I think, are
2: I think what I'm, pu- I'm I think what I'm pushing back on most is I, I I don't know if I could pos- if I could justify two first round picks for for Drew Holiday like I, so don't I, too much.
3: I think where we screwed up here, vote, is you're starting to tell me where you lean on this because I thought we were going to save that for the end because I'm not actually yeah. I'm not actually arguing with you. We were just talking about the idea of value, sure, sure, and that's sure. that's the only thing I'm trying to set the stakes for is what it means to trade two draft picks on top of those players. Is it means that you become I would say. Pretty less flexible going forward, especially depending on your ability to retain Jeremy Grant, what that price point is, how movable he becomes, because you're not moving Jokic, you're probably not moving um, Murray, so then does that mean that your only asset left is MPJ on a rookie scale contract, that's your last bullet sort of in the chamber to move? That's all I was trying to get at. I don't... But you kind of already showed your hand about where you where you <laughs>
1: showed your. Well, head. yeah, you guys know where <laughs> I stand. I <laughs> just discuss amongst yourselves. Uh, one other
3: thing, though, I do want to talk about is we thought uh, Vinny Goodwill, who put out the idea that Denver was maybe considering trading Jeremy Grant in a sign and trade as part of that, like maybe swapping Jeremy Grant and Gary. Uh, well,
1: with- I did want it. That was one of our questions, um, so we can get to that in, in the questions. We can tackle it now, but for what it's worth, so, someone did ask. Um, so yeah. I, I listen I mean i I think the natural place for this conversation to go is 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 if you guys do think that that's the type of deal that can push Denver forward and then from there, I think maybe we'll start to hit some of these questions, but I don't know if, if anyone disagree it seems like some of you disagree with me, but to me, I don't know if you're gonna find a a a better window first of all, it's hypothetical. don't know if this framework gets it done anyway, but mm-hmm. is is this the type of thing? Um, where it's time for Denver to, to make some sort of aggressive move. I think it might be the case.
2: Yeah, it's interesting. It's um, That Jeremy Grant move, I saw that earlier, and I was like, oh, that, I could actually go for that, but then I thought about it more. I mean, my first inclination was that Jeremy Grant was not that impactful the entire season until – that Lakers series, and then it was like, oh, we can't lose this guy. And then my second thought was like, oh, right, but that's the team we're going to try and have to get over, so you can't really get rid of the guy that helps you in that specific matchup. Um, we weren't really getting – you know, it's like it, I guess uh,
3: – Denver would still have, for reference, Denver would probably, almost certainly still have a mid-level exception to use, um, which they could pull in to replace that – a very narrow part of what Jeremy Grant brought. Just the, the length on defense. You could probably get somebody in that nine million, whatever it is, nine million dollar range that can guard your wings. Yeah. Probably comes off the bench but it becomes more of a specialist, but it's still there. Yeah. That seems
0: really risky for, for me.
1: I, I don't really get the Jeremy Grant sign and trade thing. I, I just, I just well, don't. I mean, would there be would that be the case where you've just lost confidence like it seems like the other deals are, are past your line in the sand? Um, I mean, I don't, you know, but I, I'm with you. I don't, I'm not eager to make that move there. To me, the way I look at it and the, why, the reason I liked wins trade is because I just think if there's a way where you can add a player who's that close to all-star level, I know he's not one well, without touching that rest of that starting lineup. I just see that as a huge win. But
3: the other way to think about it is if you trade this year's first, which we've all kind of said, okay, probably not that big of an asset. Cause it's not, I mean, maybe, maybe the Nuggets have their guy, but probably not 22nd pick this year. Probably not that big a deal. It's the next first, which you don't know and you probably can't protect. But here's the thing. If you do retain Bull, one of the things you ask is either he becomes a part of this team, which I think is unlikely. I mean, we just have to say less likely than it is likely at this point because we just haven't seen him. But either he becomes that or maybe he could become just good enough to be as valuable as the 25th pick, which is what you were going to have anyway. And you could trade – somebody just looks at that like – if right now somebody offered Bull Bull, you know, or for the 22nd pick, people would probably say, oh, I'd rather have bowl bowl. Like we've seen him play. He can do some things. So maybe that's, that's the play here is you actually do have the opportunity to acquire a pick down the road because you have this other player. So um, to give my answer though, to your question, I actually do. I was showing that I wouldn't earlier Hmm. because I wanted to like, I wanted to frame what value was, but two first Monte Gary, I don't know if that if that matches up. If there's something else you have to kind of add to the pot, to you know, Kita bates the op or something to make it work. No. But that, <laughs> that idea of those pieces, to me, it absolutely works. It's risky because Drew Holiday probably is a one-year thing, and then you have to figure out money with him and Michael Porter and all this other stuff, and it, I just don't think it would work. But I don't know. It's one really good year of Drew Holiday. Maybe he takes his player option next year and you get two years of him. But um, to me, if they got Drew Holiday and they had Michael Porter and Jokic and Murray and Grant, I would look at that Nuggets team and say they probably have the best odds to win a championship of any Nuggets team of all time, probably pretty comfortably.
1: I'd agree. Yeah. yeah. I sorry, I just can't decide if I'm offended by this or not. It's as it's going up and down. It's a roller coaster. Uh, oh wow!
3: Look at this! Wow, you got to take it. I mean, you can't look at the value you get, I'm Christian. Yeah, that's and, great. Value. And the, the upgrades. Well, yeah, incredible.
1: Hey, let's take a break, guys. When we come back, I'll pretend that comment didn't happen, and we'll answer questions. We'll get back to the show in one second, but if you're looking to pick up
0: some beers this week, make it a Breck Brew, and make it a Palisade Peach. You guys know it's number one on my Breck Brew Beer Power Rankings right now. The Palisade Peach, if you can find it, pick it up, because it's an awesome beer. It goes down smooth. Great tasting as well. You can get it from your local liquor store you can go to the source the breck brew farmhouse which is open i believe for dining and eating as well so uh, they have great food there great beers obviously but make sure to pick up some breck brews and pick up their palisade peach as well also guys if you are looking to go back to school maybe go to college for the first time finish up your degree msu denver online is an awesome option They've also been doing the online education thing forever. And that's really the only option for many of us right now. So why wouldn't you take classes from the people who have been teaching online school forever? MSU Denver Online has awesome teachers. A couple of us here at DNVR, including myself, took a class with them last summer. It was a great experience. And when you're taking an online class with MSU Denver Online, like I said, they've been doing the online thing for so long that they've totally mastered it you get the same type of education that you would in a classroom. Check out their entire course list online, msudenver.edu backslash online. And we're back.
1: Um, <laughs> some more good questions from the good people of, of the DNVR Nuggets community.
3: Hold on, Obviously, a Hold on a second. Would you say that it is
1: time for a mailbag? It oh. is time for a mailbag. Sound oh, effect, yeah. sound effect, yeah. sound effect. Air right. horn
2: Three heads of the mirror.
1: Some good stuff, some good stuff from the people today. Obviously, some Drew-related questions are coming in. We'll try to get to it all. Um, I don't know why I keep doing this. I'm going to start with Josh Barnett's question again. Uh, with with Drew possibly going east to Brooklyn, can you see a future where the east gets more star-heavy than the west? And and does this help the Nuggets moving into contenders, considering the other top teams at the west aren't, aren't getting these next stars? Um, how, how reasonable is this and... and and is this timeline in play anyone
3: you got to throw it to vote to win
1: uh
0: (laughs) win uh stars going to the east yeah uh what took so long look if i was a free agent um of course I, i would have been asking to go to the east a long time ago it's like clearly the easier path the path of uh least resistance um so yeah like i'm not surprised but you're looking at it um we don't know what's gonna happen with Giannis, but you've got the nets uh, who look like you know they could be a force for at least the next year or two um boston probably not going anywhere but still like you don't have the juggernauts there that you do in the west so i mean if i was a free agent over the last couple of years i would be trying to go to the east uh, to get to a championship um you know, now that could be happening. I guess
1: worked do out for Jimmy Butler.
0: Yeah. Do you guys yeah. have
2: thoughts? Thoughts, or have you ever heard theories on what, like why it seems as though the East is just perennially worse than the West at this point? Is it is it weather? Like, what are we talking about?
1: <laughs> I I think a part of it, and some people are going to roll their eyes at me. Or I think a part of it was the ten years of futility of building something against LeBron, against the inevitability yeah. of probably being run through by LeBron. I really do. I think it held a lot of teams down. Um, And there's been a cyclical effect since in terms of like sort of on on the on the fringe stars, guys like Drew Holiday or even Victor Oladipo now is considering his next move. Um, They're just looking at at, like titles and success and better teams um, by by being the finishing piece on good teams out west. So I, I think it's there's more than one factor, but I really do think part of it was actually LeBron.
3: There's a bunch of incompetence in the East, though. I mean, there's some of the worst organizations in all of the NBA that just happen to reside in the Eastern Conference. And then I think the other thing is there was an article by an economist. This was a while back, like seven or eight years ago. But there was an article about this just saying you've got a lot of competitive teams in the West, and then you've got the teams going up against all of those teams that are always bad and always get the top picks. If you look at any given year, oh, how many times has the number one pick or number like the top best player in a draft ended up going to the Western Conference? I mean, just... Two years. Well, oh, only got
0: like three number one overall picks in like a six-year span.
3: You got Zion. You got Luca. You know, you've got you had uh you know um, Bagley and Jaron Jackson. Like every year, you just keep getting all of the talent keeps going into the Western Conference. So I think it's more of a mix-up. You've got your Orlandos. You've got your Charlottes. You've got your New York Knicks. You've got all of these organizations that just are horribly managed, horribly owned. And they just are in that cycle of being always being bad. And then on top of that, the West just keeps getting all of the talent, in part because players go West for free agency. They go to your L.A. and California markets. But then also because you just keep going there by the draft because if you don't make the playoffs like the Warriors were great, then they were bad one year and they get the number two pick. It's just It's a cycle. It just keeps happening. And this year, Minnesota, Golden State, 1-2.
2: Yeah, it is cra- it's, it's crazy. It's funny that, that that's just like a talking point that you can just always be like, "Well, the, the east is bad, so you probably want to go to the east." And it's like, well, "Wait, like what? Aren't they also like professional? Like, why is that just like a given that the east just sucks forever?"
3: <laughs> here, if but I mean, just threw this one in, I think he's on like a twenty-minute delay. Like, <laughs> twenty-minute delay, yeah. <laughs> or he just
2: showed up and he did just assumed that we were. And he's, you were right.
3: Yeah, yeah safe here. assumption. Hey, let's move on to another <laughs> question. Or, or let's move on to this one really quick because. Uh, I liked it here. There's a big three. We have myself, of course, the Jokic of the group. Harrison, of course. you are trying to figure out if Harrison, because he's so handsome, devilishly handsome, if he is the Michael Porter. uh, You know, you got the shorter (laughs) one, which is both. But there's just nothing here for Eric we have to know what area, what is it? to what is it?
2: out well it's a big 3 that's the problem it's, it's like it's like uh, it's like on the on the fast food poll yesterday we only we could only have a big 4 so you immediately kicked right and, now. And it's I, horribly I got kicked from and I I agree to thank
3: the people for the support there are so many people like most, <laughs> I, think I probably competed just on write in votes you didn't oh, yeah. you oh,
1: did yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah three yeah, yeah, people yeah, yeah, yeah. you're you're <laughs> welcome by the way that I didn't put
2: kanye you in that vibe, poll big but... kanye vibe yeah you um, didn't have to like uh the nice thing is that you didn't have to uh you know give a um, oh, an acceptance speech or a, what do you call it? would you give it up I mean, the concession speech you, yeah I can for in that in that case a, a concession stand speech you didn't have to give it you were able to just by the go way off I'm bitter free. about
1: this loss Eric won on uh, the oh. two weeks in a row were the all uniform lineup I won with all chocolate Eric won with all beef and I just want all you people complaining about variety in the comments yeah so vote. Well. You are the left-leaning voters. <laughs> you're very oh, vocal whoa. reply, guys, but you don't show up on election day. Yeah, yeah. Wow, really
3: he's really spicy me... here. He's getting, or, getting spicy here. Or, thinking...
2: or, or here's, here's, an, here's an alternative theory. I had the better lineup.
1: Yeah, whatever, dude. All right, let's move on to <laughs> this could, question. I will <laughs> say
3: drafting foods has become, like, one of my highlights of the year, which is just a low <laughs> bar. It's a very low bar on the year, but... It's very it, it
2: is insane how fun that was and how much uh, chatter it created. Like, it, it we could throw out a lot of like nuggets theories and we'll get like, you know, a few people, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Eh, eh. we throw people out uh, that people throw out something about yeah.
3: like cookout and it's, it's over. What a burger
2: <laughs> gets involved. Like it's just,
3: <laughs> I want to try cookout. I'm excited. My theory though is, and this is, I'm not trying to be offensive, but it, you know, I used to live in the South for a yeah, our family down there, but they always brag like our food's the best way. Yeah. It's, it's, Drenched in queso, and like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what's up, bro. Yeah, that's the best, yeah, that is the good. It is <laughs> that's what makes it the best. <laughs> I can't do that every day, guys.
1: Um, <laughs> I can't do this anymore because I'm still telling. upset. Right. A lot of election anxiety yesterday, uh, a lot of voting anxiety. Okay, Connor asks us, these two things probably go hand in hand. Um, also, Connor, good luck on your midterm. I hope it went well when you crush watch it, those. brother. Uh, which is more important to you guys in the regular season, the one seed? Or Jamal Murray All Star parents uh, Weed I'll go to you. Uh. Um. Well, theoretically, the
2: one seed will come with real home court advantage this time. So I gotta go with that. That's that. That's what's gonna be. That's what's up. That I want that one seed. Or that one seed, man. It means a lot, like to play
3: in Denver. Man, it's funny because. I was just thinking, like, man, the one seed would be awesome. But there's so much pressure that comes with the one seed, <laughs> especially if you get the, like, battle-tested play-in team that's, like, just came off a great win and they have some playoff momentum. Yeah,
1: so a I, like, a I'm worried
3: because I'm worried of being in the uh, one seed. The Clipper. You don't want to be the
1: Clippers next
3: year? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be the team where like everybody's like, well, the Nuggets are going to blow it. It's the Adam, Adam, Adam's My answer team. is that he's scared of success. He's, <laughs> scared <laughs> of success. I'm a coward. LeBron's gonna I play fourteen games next year. Lakers gonna be the 8th seed, and then it's gonna be like, oh god. <laughs> Wind, what about you?
0: I'd go one seed. Look, when you're playing in your home arenas, the Nuggets have the number one advantage in the NBA when we're talking home court advantage with the altitude. Um, so I'd want that in the Western Conference Finals above a Jamal Murray All Star appearance.
1: Alrighty. What do you use your call? What? Oh, do you want my answer? Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, you're on the show, right? (laughs) I like how
3: you have some really like interesting lighting right now, some like noir lighting. Yeah, it's
1: really it's really inconvenient. (laughs) I picked the wrong spot for this home office. Um, (laughs) I can't even see the question. I'm trying to remember. Uh, Oh, I I would rather see uh, the Jamal All Star appearance. Really? Um, Yeah, because I think Jamal's that dude, and I'm done with the conversation. Uh, oh, so,
2: you, so you're so you're uh, basically. All, most of your takes today have been built off of arguments you can have online.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, all, I'm all in on Jamal. Like if, this, if you were asking me this about Jokic two years ago, it would have been pretty easy like, oh yeah, Jokic for sure. And like I got, I'm getting there with Jamal. Man, he's earned it. He's earned it from
2: me. Yeah. Yep. I want to see it for Jamal the-
1: rewarded. I want. Yeah, but
2: I, I
3: want me to be
1: rewarded with oh, yeah. <laughs> also a good point. Um, the homie, the correspondent Miroslav, would the Nuggets be willing to part with Gary, as mentioned before, sign and trade Jarmy, and Bull and a first for Drew? that's uh, pretty-
0: that's, that's too much. I think man. that's too much. I, I don't get the Jeremy <laughs> sign-and-trade. Like, Denver, yes, they could get somebody at the mid-level to fill in a little bit, but they'd be screwed without Jeremy Grant next season. I really believe it.
1: And also, like, how badly is New Orleans interested in Jeremy Grant?
3: Yeah, he's exactly. not a fit next to
1: Zion either, I don't believe. And they, you got to pay him long-term. Jeremy's so. a
3: three. I'm telling you, he's a three. Um, I, I, for me, this was like we were having the conversation earlier, and I said I'm not talking about what I would do. I'm just talking about the value of the thing and – and if those things are somewhat close, you can be like, okay, we overpaid. It's like the MILSAP $90 million. Like, okay, we're overpaid, <laughs> but, but we overpaid. But we would not have been a good team without him. I, I feel like, though, with this one, this is such an egregious, just in a, a vacuum value that it's like, come on, man. Like, what do we talking? Jeremy Grant, Gary Harris, the first.
1: What else was there? It's like everything. It was or- actually everything that you wouldn't want to. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. sorry, Miroslav. That's probably, I don't think they would. I don't think they would consider the Jeremy sign trade, to be honest.
2: Um, I, I, I don't know, man. To me, it's like that is more palatable because this front office is so lethal with their draft picks. And yeah. while he is like a tantalizing treat... And we, there, it, it looks like we might be able to get something out of him in the future. But it, it's like I, I, I literally, I don't know what I, I view Bowles' long-term vision as a Denver Nugget is. Like, like is he a starter? Is he is he Bobon? Is he uh, is he? A, you know what I mean? Is he a change of pace guy? Like, um, what are we expecting to get out of him? And like, shouldn't we expect our first-round picks to yield starters?
3: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think the thing you're getting maybe, – maybe the thing I'm thinking about as we're talking about this is it's interesting how we're talking about it now as opposed to four or five weeks ago because I feel like we are – this is the one thing that I think happens in this type of sports media these days is we all pretend we're Daryl Morey. This is why Daryl Morey is so popular because we all Tired. pretend you – know, we're <laughs> all using the trade machine to do this stuff and we forget that like eight weeks ago we were like, you know what, we're not the Lakers. Hell yeah. Like we're this fun team and it's our guys. Right <laughs> and, and, and there's like this – connection to it and we're just doing the are like Where have we traded all of
1: those guys <laughs> I, i'm sorry i should adam because i know how this appeals to you i really screwed miroslav over here uh i i cut off the question it was for drew and lonzo which i know is going to recalibrate Whoa. Whoa. i'm sorry i apologize Whoa. I apologize. So if they if they slam you in the Serbian sports portals tomorrow morning, <laughs> yeah. What if
2: we get every oversized guard, uh, point guard out of this deal, like everyone in the league?
3: <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little concerned about adding Michael Porter Bowl and Lonzo. Like they, they, we might be getting that. Like, getting <laughs> <laughs> <limited> Michael <laughs> Porter yeah. Bowl, Lonzo, Cole yeah. An- oh, Anthony.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, it's, it's a, a like, lot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> what, what,
2: what was the combo? It was Javale McGee and. Who in Washington that like Oh Nick what, Young Nick Young they were just like eating cinnamon all the time yeah. and, like making doing nothing but making TikToks of the day yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: the
1: a lot oh, of t- a lot of rap battles on li-
3: TikToks. I like Lonzo guys. I don't see I don't know if it's in the car. We'll see. I don't know if it's in the car.
1: Okay, this one comes to us from Grant Carey. We touched on this before, but apparently, since Adam's cloaking all of his takes, or we were supposed to hold stuff close to the vest or whatever, uh, I don't know how you all really feel. So I'm going to. Grant Carey asks us Does a Nets package with uh, Caris be any package the Nuggets would be willing to give up? Willing to give up is the key, I think. Uh,
0: I mean, it depends on what New Orleans thinks. I'm not a Caris LeVert guy. Like, I'm just not. I think he's like kind of a Will Barton type. Um, oh, so you're so, not a Will Barton guy Okay, alright Well, I am, I am, but <laughs> yeah. people are talking about Karis LeVert, like he's wow. like this This wow. soon-to-be All-Star gonna... And I just don't see it
3: Yeah, okay. I, I agree with
2: that we heard, we heard what he said, it's fine As <laughs>
3: right, as you look
1: You look like you know, you know I, how you feel I,
3: about this I just think Karis LeVert like, if it, I, I don't know if it's because he's in Brooklyn Or what it is, people are acting like he's the superstar I mean, he's like, a, he's like a volume Stat guy, on, and he's a good player I'm not trying to say he's not a good player, I'm just saying he's like he looks like he's a really good – I always say this. You're either a A-plus star or you need to fit into a nice role. And I think Karis Lavert is a little bit of like a he, – he's like a C-minus star to me. And I think people think he's like a high-level role player. I just don't think that's his skill set. So. No, get out of here with that comment, Rob. I am
0: in the Will. <laughs> do not so do, uh, do not true, twist man. what I just wow. said. I don't
1: know, Harrison. You're not twist What's what it? I just this said. This was my well, and it's being yeah, what, yeah. what made <laughs> Will
0: Barton so good is exactly what Adam's saying. He learned how to fit into a role with Denver, and he played that role beautifully for these last and couple of seasons.
3: Harrison's talking about analytics. I'm gonna tell my mind business. <laughs> <statement. laughs> Yeah, Y'all dude, can have, dude. Mind back. your business, right? Yeah, we're like, trying to hit some banners around here, Harrison. Yeah, Come on,
1: or no wait, it's the opposite.
3: <laughs> See, this is what this is the thing. I mean, what I'm talking about. I don't mean to call you out here, beats, beat sticks, but like, no, Caris Levert is not as good as Brandon Ingram. That's and I don't think I think Brandon Ingram might be a B star. Like, I don't think he's an A star. He might. I mean, he's he has time. Like, I think he's an A star. What's that? I think he's an A star. Ingram. I don't think he's an A star. Yeah, if you're an A star, I think you usually get into the playoffs. Or, you know, like, <laughs> well, he's, a, he's, 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 he's early player. in his career. Like he, he's gonna he's
2: gonna take over. Like the, there's gonna be a changing of the guard, and you're gonna be left with Brandon Ingram as like the, a top player in the league, and you'll be like, wow, that's an A star. And he's just you know he's just coming into a time when we still have LeBron and Kevin Durant and all these players. Like mm-hmm. he, he, I think he's I think he's one. I, I put him. In, remember as my, one of my top five in the next five years. Um, yeah, you, know. you were wrong. Yeah, you <laughs> were
3: wrong. I <laughs> <laughs> have to remember, like, here's the A stars. Remember, everybody said well, when Jokic gets to the playoff, he's going to get exploited because we're all going to see all the things he can't do and teams can actually scout him or whatever. That was not true because people didn't know what they were talking about. But there are players of that ilk where it's like, hey, and right now, Karis LeVert has always ever been a good player on this crappy Nets team, and it's like, okay, nobody actually has to game plan. I mean, you're just going through regular season. He looks like he's he can do something, but I'm sorry, I, I just don't buy it. I don't like the skills. I don't I don't like I don't love the skill set the way everybody seems to. Yeah, I don't either.
1: I do think though, like the way other people are seeing this is really easy to understand. Like Gary just had a horrible year. LeVert dropped 15. It was all over social media, and like that's just the way. Most people who are distant from these situations sort of view this stuff, so I get it. Um, I just think, yeah, I wouldn't sleep on the fact that like those those types of Nuggets offers we were talking about might actually be a better basketball fit. Um, people also
3: didn't just watch Donovan Mitchell average fifty points against the Nuggets until all of a sudden he didn't. We did, We all forget this. What do you mean?
0: yeah what, what? Gary,
3: gary harris comes back he's oh, of, oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah
0: yeah he, yeah he
3: sits out the first quarter out right of that game game six and and donovan Mitchell's still going off so it's not like well he got tired no donovan mitchell was still on fire in game six then, yeah. then gary harris checks in and the rest is history like I, I'm, I, gary harris is really good at a specific role he's not an yeah. a role player i think that's if he shot the three like he did three years ago then he would be but he hasn't so i think that's what people connect to but i think he's like a b role player I think Karis Levert is a C minus star. People just value star no matter what grade you are higher than role player no matter what grade you are.
0: Also, how old do you guys think Karis Levert is? Just just twenty seven. He's twenty
3: six. I was gonna say twenty six, yeah. yeah. Is he really?
0: It's not like he's twenty three. You know, it's he's twenty six.
1: That's true. Um injury stuff it? there. Okay, let's uh, move on. Try to soothe Adam here with the sound Good. of his favorite music. Good luck. Uh, can um, the Nuggets trade for Lonzo of Ball? Mm. Um, is is that possible? And do you think they could resign him? That comes for us. Comes to us from. Wait for it. At z lowercase s three eight six zero two five nine zero. That's, that's a Russian bot for sure.
0: That's <laughs> a, <that's> a <laughs> Russian.
1: beat the Rockets. <laughs>
0: Russian bo- The Russian bots are trying to influence the
1: Nuggets. From all
3: this, this, so, it's a whole so campaign.
1: Adam, what do you think? Can the Nuggets trade for Alonzo Ball? I mean, they can. Anything's possible.
3: <laughs> I don't think they will. I do wonder if Denver's going to look to move on from Gary and Barton. And that doesn't mean that they will move on from them. I just mean I, I wouldn't be surprised if Denver – I mean, I don't know. I still think Denver just runs back the same team. I've said that for the last couple of weeks. But if they were to move on from them, You know, say that Karis LeVert deal you're talking about happens. Is there a way that, okay, New Orleans wants to make more moves and get more things happening and Denver says, hey, we like Lonzo. We can can do this. Maybe. I just – I don't think it will. I would put the odds lower than – the odds have tanked on that deal in my opinion. Mm. I do think there's
0: there's
3: a – I do think there's a high likelihood
0: that New Orleans just trades Lonzo though Um, because he is up for an extension. Uh, I can't imagine that they're like – jumping over themselves to Mm. pay him big money. He's a clutch guy. Um, I could just see a scenario where they don't pay him and he's traded.
2: Isn't that funny how you can, like, you're just like now a clutch guy, and that just like says that says everything you need to know about a, a, right. a player. He's like, well, he's trying to get, he's not interested in the team. He's trying to get as much as he can. no, he no I'm not saying he's not no, interested
0: in the team. I'm just saying like clutch oh, guys, no. they they have a hard hard line in the sand about that's what they what, I mean. what they want to be paid.
2: And it's going to be a
1: pain in the ass to retain. That's this right. Out. That's right. Yeah. I mean. Negotiations
0: are
2: ruthless
1: with those guys. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 funny that like when you become a clutch guy, that's like that's that's a thing. But it's completely true. It's completely I true. <laughs> yeah, at
1: this point, man. Did you right see there. that pro- I want LePron Dreams at my workout day on the national television?
0: <laughs> hey guys, if you haven't tried the rich C B D infused Strava Craft coffee, you can always use promo code DNVR20 at 20% off your first order. But if you have already taken advantage of that strava craft coffee now has a subscription service who doesn't have a subscription service these days but you can get 20 percent off any product you are subscribing to from strava every two three four six or eight weeks of course strava craft coffee is packed with cbd which unless you've been living under a rock you know is the new wave right now clay thompson just partnered with a cbd company so it's gone totally mainstream but strava craft coffee has been packing cbd into their coffee forever uh, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that. So you guys can subscribe now and save 20% with a Strava Craft Coffee subscription. Get your CBD coffee delivered every two, three, four, six, or 8 weeks. Also, the college football and NFL season is in full swing, and the action is still unfolding. So head on over to DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. With so many storylines across both professional and collegiate sports, this is the time to check out all that DraftKings Sportsbook has to offer. If you haven't tried the app yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this to celebrate Sunday's action. DraftKings. Listen closely, guys. DraftKings is ensuring all new users are covered up to $100. That's right. You bet. And then DraftKings covers with risk-free Sunday betting. They also have tons of player props you can bet on. Tons of odds boosts that pop up every week to take advantage of. This weekend, the Broncos are taking on the Atlanta Falcons, so get in on all that action now. I think the Broncos are underdogs, so if you're a believer after last week's incredible victory, uh, put some money on Denver. They've got some decent odds right now. Of course, like I said, they've got odds boosts across every sport. NFL, whatever sport across the globe you're betting on. So make sure to download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code RAINBOW when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is ensuring your Sunday bets up to $100. That's right, you bet, and DraftKings covers up to $100 when you use promo code RAINBOW. During sign-up for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Risk-free coverage. Paid-out insight. Credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.
1: Jeff Brink, <laughs> uh, big fan of the show. We always see Jeff, Jeff around in the comments, and he wants to know how do you guys feel about Nerland's Noel as a possible Plumlee replacement. Uh, I think he'd be a nice upgrade on both ends. Could even play some four next to Jokic. I'll tell you what, my friend T.J. McBride is all in on this. He he really likes Nerlens Noel as a backup five. I mean, he's an athletic guy. He's a big. So if you're trying to add size on the tier interior, um, Wind, have you thought about that addition at all? Um, I haven't really thought about it. No, but
0: uh, I'd be cool with it. I'd be cool with it. <laughs> Nerlens Noel has like had some decent games against the Nuggets. If if my memory serves correct, over the last couple of years, so um, I'd like it. He's athletic. He can catch lobs. Uh, he's tall. Um, I wouldn't mind it as long as it didn't cost really any money.
3: <laughs>
2: free,
3: <laughs> literally free.
1: Mars, do you have any thoughts?
3: Um, I to me, this is another one of those um, fans playing Daryl Morey role thing where I the thing that was nice about Plumley all these years was just how good of a fit he was accepting the role and doing all these things. And there was a while, you know, he held out. We remember he held out of that contract, he got very good contract. I can't remember 18 million or something. Cause he had, like, no, I'm a star or whatever. I don't know that he's going to be like, Oh yeah, I'll come and play the very extremely limited role that Denver needs me to play here. Um, and, and I don't actually necessarily blame him. He's a good player. He had some upside. Maybe he can still recapture some of it. So, um, if this were if these guys were robots, I would say okay, maybe the skill set works, but mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't know that it would work out the way
1: people are thinking. D line, do you have strong Nerlens Noel thoughts? He kind of reminds me of
2: Jeremy Grant. Um, <laughs> a little, like yeah. they, they have really, a similar really, really
3: long and lanky, and yeah. played in Oklahoma City at one point. Yeah, and I, I, yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, like that clearly, um, <laughs> clearly Oklahoma City had a type that they were after. Like they like that Jeremy Grant style. Like yep. Um, New Orleans Noel is a player that I remember was like marketed pretty heavily when he came into the league yeah he had that holdout with Dallas he then got dumped I believe off. he's a
0: clutch guy actually oh
2: god clutch guy well there it is there's the answer no clutch guys no clutch 2020 no uh, uh, like I mean he's an interesting piece like uh, he's not somebody that I necessarily covet but I could see him absolutely filling that same role that uh, Jeremy Grant
0: just yeah. played. I think Adam has a good point though. It's backup center. You want a guy who, above all, is going to be perfect playing the role that that you have carved out for him. Um, that's like the
1: number one priority there. Tillman and it also stands, doesn't cost really anything. Tillman stands just losing their mind right now at home. Just <laughs> draft him at twenty two. <laughs> so the last question, guys, I wanted to hit um, from Bronco Squatch. We've kind of. It's a good question. It's just sort of been the theme of the show in many ways, Uh, but to put it plainly, would you rather boost Denver's title odds for the next two to three years if you could with a win now type of move or keep on that continuation route, um, but you try to keep that window window open longer?
3: I don't I want to jump in first here. Two to three windows is the win now. I Yeah. If you said one year, that to me, a win now move is like a one year window. A two to three year window is as good of a window as you could ever hope for. I mean, I don't, we all want to believe that Denver has a nine year title window or five year or whatever. It's just, no, like you can't, it is almost impossible to see around two years in the NBA, let alone three. If you could somehow have a two or three year title window, of course you would take it. That's, that's as good of a
1: window as you can get. So let me tell you, let me pinch this. Like, I mean, what if Drew? Do we know that Drew's going to decline that option? That's a lot of money in an option. Um, this is t- things You're are precarious yep. right now, right? So, I mean, I know we've talked we've talked about this deal to death, but if it was one, maybe two years, um, are, are you inclined to take that 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 push yet?
0: I mean, the sense I get from from the Nuggets is that they're more willing to like push all their chips in now than they ever have been, mm. um, and yeah. like. Drew Holiday on this team for the package that we've talked about, I don't think that makes you better than the Lakers team that we saw last year in the playoffs, but it makes you a much better team if you're Denver. I think it significantly bridges the gap. Um, So in that sense, uh, I think you do it if you're the Nuggets and you kind of jump at the chance.
3: The thing yeah. about the Drew Holiday, thing that we haven't talked about, is if you're game planning for the Denver, most teams have like a good defensive guard and a bad one, or like a better and a worse, and it's a very easy decision if you're guarding Denver. The good one guards Jamal, the bad one guards Gary. If you have Drew Holiday, because he's so different but also so talented. There will be teams that go, yeah, our good defender is just a little bigger, so we have to put him on Drew because he's big enough to guard Drew. And now our worst defender is on Murray because we just had, that's what we had to do. He's good enough that you have to think beyond that. And that alone is a pretty big that's, – that's, that's a substantial thing when you're just talking about how other teams have to match up with you.
1: I also think, like, there's been so much – I mean, in that playoffs, like, watching Malone try to figure out, how do I get defense on the court but without sacrificing, yeah. like, I would still like a secondary playmaker out there, ball handler. And, yeah. I mean, Drew is a near-ideal sort of guy who could have guarded Mitchell, could have guarded Clarkson, maybe not to the effect that Harris did, but is a guy that you can ask to, to run pick-and-rolls um, more than just in a pinch, right? To, to make something happen and put the ball on the floor. So mm. I just think it would probably be your best bet at uh, avoiding that having to choose between one or the other.
2: Yeah, it's, to me it's like um... – this is where, like, you have to look as a front office. Where do we see ourselves in this process? Like, are we to the point now where we have to fundamentally change what we're doing? Because, and did we always see this coming? Are we to the place where, um, you know, are we going to become Philadelphia? Are we going to become... Like, because you can make that move and you can get Russell Westbrook, right? That, like, doesn't it's a big move. It's splashy. You trade a lot of uh, things to make it happen. And it does, it still doesn't get you over the hump. It just is, it just feels like what you're supposed to do. And then there's moves like bringing in Kawhi Leonard for a year that literally push you over the top. And is this like, would Drew Holiday be a slam dunk? Like, okay. Like we feel very good that bringing this guy in absolutely pushes us to the next level. Like, you feel like when you bring Kawhi Leonard in, like, I don't know that you do. Like, to me, it's in that case, you want to just maintain your level of excellence as long as you possibly can and continue to stock the cupboard and wait for that absolutely perfect deal. I mean, if, if this might be it, I, I but to me, it doesn't feel like, to me, to me, it makes us incrementally better. It doesn't make us
3: like, obviously the favorite. Yeah. Right. Right. I don't think Denver's going to get to be obviously the favorite, man. I mean, if there are any shred of the favorite, that's like the best. Way we need well, to- I know,
2: but I'm so in that case, like, what, let's just try and let's just like let's just grow our guys. Like, what you know, what's the problem here? Like, so are we? You know, if we're going go to go make it to the Western Conference Finals last year with our homegrown guys, um, is Drew Holiday going to push us over that? No. Okay, so maybe then does it? Do we just keep getting back to the Western Conference Finals I mean, look, until man, MPJ like? matriculates and and then then that's how you know i to me that is the 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 smarter path
1: what we don't know is that it's a categorical no right like the nuggets were not a better team than the lakers it was a bad matchup and i'm sure there are still folks at home that feel right now if a couple things went differently that series was far more competitive um than it was so yeah you can't make yourself the favorites that doesn't mean you can't make yourself competitive which is the name of the game um and the other thing man is while I, i would love to agree with you and, and I think I'm inclined to in some ways, Eric, it's just progression, linear progression is not guaranteed. It's just not. And, and so, like, you don't also have any guarantee that by sticking to the players you have at any point in the next six to eight years that you're going to be the favorite anyway. Um, no, but
2: you've seen you've seen your players play together and you've seen them, imp- them improve. Like, we don't know what Drew Holiday on this team looks like. We Like, we have no idea if, if it works or not. And it's sort of like, is just drew holiday's presence alone enough to to say like okay even if he doesn't mesh with these other guys like is he mike Conley on the jazz is he is he something else that like right by bringing him in the the, the entire you know all the, the sum of it, the parts gets greater so <laughs>
3: I, and not, not I, only that, just,
2: right. just has to be right. They can't. They just can't go out on a limb to get a guy like
3: Drew Holiday. Not, not only that, if the season does start on the twenty second, update on that in a moment. But if the season does start on that, free agency is like the first, like, or the twenty, the twenty third or twenty fourth, Adam, whatever, whatever free agency is, like, there's just Malone is not going to be have more than a week, maybe two, to be like, oh. We have a drastically new ro- offense. Let me make a new or make a new offense and defensive scheme. Like the window for a coaching staff to mentally prepare for a completely different roster is even shorter. That so throws yeah. it. Hey, bring that up to say, got a little nugget for you guys here. A little nugget here from Woj, and he's saying that um, it looks like the the big part down here. NBA Players Association team reps meeting as soon as Thursday night, expected to get a consensus on approving December 27th yeah. Yeah. No surprise there. We thought this was coming. Nice little, nice little, oh. for you nice little yeah. nugget for you. Uh, yeah, it like you we it thought this hard was, was going to happen, and it looks like okay. Here we are. I think December twenty second is happening. Um, we we don't know for certain, but it looks like that meeting is going to take place Thursday. And right now, all signs are pointing towards yes, folks
1: yeah, I mean, I think it's the right move, guys. I, I think it's the right move to try to get this thing going. I don't. I'm. There are smarter people than I who are committed to determining what the right move is here. Um, so it's easy for me to say from a distance. Uh, I'd love to get the players all their rest, but I think you got to get the wheels turning here. And if you can get this season wrapped up at anything close to a normal time, uh, that's a big, big win in my opinion.
0: Mhm. Mhm. And the uh, the expedited timeline that we were just talking about for the off season with holiday it's not as big of a deal as if you're adding like another like starter level piece because holiday i just think can fit in so seamlessly with what the nuggets do on offense and on defense i don't think it's going to take like a whole off-season of of game-playing to get him to fit into, you know, what the Nuggets do on both ends. He, he's just that type of guy on the court and in the locker room, too. Yeah,
2: but that was Mike Conley. Mike Conley was the perfect
0: piece. Yeah, but him. but Mike Conley – like, Drew Holiday is going to be a game-changer defensively, you know, like, even if his offense – even if he's not the same offensive player he was over the last couple of years. Mike Conley wasn't, but, you know, he was never, like, the, the stopper <laughs> defensively that Holiday's been. Yeah,
3: Man, no, I agree. that, that comment just fan.
1: got me fired up. Like, <laughs> in a way I haven't been for
3: the because like, <laughs> there's only like what, I don't know, fifty shopping days or something till Christmas. Like it's that's really we're coming up on it, guys. Like, the season might be here very, very quickly. Great.
1: Yeah. Get out hey, ex- exciting times in Nuggets Nation, I think this is what you would call a good problem to have. Um it, it could go many ways from here, but this is sort of where you want to be as a fan base. This is the name of the game. Uh, to get yourself in this position. So we'll keep our eyes on the Drew Holiday news. We'll keep our eyes on that December 22nd start date. Harrison, you had a profile go up this morning, correct? I did. I did.
0: Um, Malachi Flynn, uh, a point guard who seems to be getting a lot of buzz, like seemed like he started out as a second-round pick. Now it seems oh, like man, he's please. creeping into the first round. Um, I, I'm not a huge fan, like, to be honest. Six-foot-one. <laughs> um Hey, look, he's six one with a 6'3 wingspan. Uh, he's a great shooter, great in the pick and roll as a passer, but um, I'm just not high on him based on just kind of his frame. A really competitive defender as well, uh, but just seems like a, a second-round guy to me at least. But in this draft, you know, he seems NBA-ready, uh, so maybe that could creep him into the first round.
1: All right, so members can check out that full profile now on the DNVR.com. I'll be working on a Cole Anthony one that should be up in the morning. So you have plenty of distractions to get you through the next 48 hours. Uh, Thanks for watching. Thanks for all the good questions. Comment section was fire as usual. Um, Stay safe, stay sane, and and we'll see you on the other side of all this. Don't forget, guys, we've got
0: another DNVR major this week on WGT Golf. World Golf Tour, the official gaming partner here at DNVR. Join us this weekend on WGT for the election open available in country clubs, DNVR. DNVR 2 and DNVR 3. This is a closest to the pin tournament. Entry opens this Friday and closes Sunday night. So what you need to do to get registered? Download WGT World Golf Tour from dnvrgolf.com and then search for the DNVR 3 Country Club. We've got prizes as well for this major. What you need to do to win this prize, which is a really cool Broncos bomber jacket from... Breck Brew, super old school with the old Broncos Orange logo on there. There's also a Broncos Beanie from Breck Brew as well. What you need to do to win these prizes is reply to that post on Twitter. You need to follow the DNVR gaming account at DNVR underscore gaming. Uh, there's a tweet that went out here on November 3rd that announced the tournament, and then there's a tweet below that announcing the prizes. What you need to do is reply to that tweet with a screenshot of your score in the WGT event and then you will be eligible to take home that awesome prize. So make sure to download WGT from dnvrgolf.com, search for the DNVR Three Country Club and then reply to that tweet on the DNVR Gaming account with your
3: score.